love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Friday the 13th, Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Friday, September 13th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. We're going to make this show fun today. You know, it's not going to be scary. It's not going to be superstitious. It's going to be a whole lot of freaky fun. (laughs) There's Drew and Claire and Ryder the Youngin. Let's go ahead and kick off this Friday with Flush the Format. Welcome to the weekend. It's the Fitch Have some fun. Oh. 
To the left, to the left now. To the right, to the right. Now take your left hand and put it on your side. Gonna roll your shoulders. Do the slip and slide. This next part's my favorite part of Cause it's time to shout. Gonna do the two-step and cowboy boogie. Grab your sweetheart and spin out with him. Do the hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now and dip with it. Gonna throw down, take a sip with it. Now lean back, put your hips in it. Uh, that was not so bad. That was, that, that was not so bad, was it? That was not so bad. That, that, that was not so bad, was it? That was not so bad. That was that. That was not so bad, was it? That was not so bad. That was not so bad, was it? Gonna do the two-step and cowboy boogie. Grab your sweetheart and spin out with him. Do the hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now and dip with it. Don't throw down. Take a sip with it. Now lean back. Put your head up. Under the moonlight, you see us like that almost stops your heart. You try to scream, but Tara take the sound before you make it. And you start to freeze as someone looks you right between the eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, the format has been flushed. The one and only Fitz happens. It's the Fitz show. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I begin now with a story from the world of idiots. Idiot in a parade. A guy and his girlfriend were arrested after they decided it was a good idea for him to ride around town on the roof of their car, including on the highway, going 85, 90 miles an hour. They were pulled over and they said they were just having their own little parade, officer. We're having our own little parade. Wow. He was having a personal parade. Um, didn't mean to put people's lives in danger. He didn't understand why he got in trouble. Hmm. The people in the community, it didn't bother them. They were just like, wow, taking pictures. It just made their day. I was having fun, enjoying a joyful day. It was a birthday party and a celebration. We celebrating a great new job offer. I was riding in the parade, my own little parade. I shouldn't have been charged for riding on top of the car because they don't charge people when they're having parades. Hmm. Wow, right. parades don't go 65 down the freeway. That's no. right. 
They don't. Yeah. This is Darwin at work. I mean, he's okay now, but if he continues down that path, you know, we won't have Mm -hmm. to worry about him anymore. Good Mm -hmm. luck. Although it might be a good idea. I'd like to send Ryder the Youngin out. Maybe we could send Ryder the Youngin, and you could have, you know, your own parade. (laughs) Your own parade out on Main Street? What do you think? I'd like to do that. As long as it's a slow parade, yes. Let's do it. And probably not, like, right next to the police station. That'd be rad. Yeah. Do you want to have your own personal parade in Auburn? Would you you like me to go with you on the roof of your car? We could have our own personal parade. We could film it for social media. Wouldn't the parade? have more effect if he was like riding down the street on a donkey or something waving mm. well i mean i don't think i can that could, we can get in trouble for doing that why Livestock. i would rather be like maybe sitting on the hood of his car well, just making a block instead of a donkey you can get arrested on the hood of his car we just found are that you out. gonna get the don- are you gonna book the donkey i don't have any donkey <laughs> connects but i can see if i can oh. we can get a put bull. something together we, we know folks i am bull. not riding a bull folks. he's rather ride a donkey than a bull yes well, how about this we we need folks who would loan us a donkey or something so we could have a, maybe a quick little personal parade. Yeah, I'd ride it then. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ride it <laughs> <down> <laughs> to the Auburn Road. I'm going to ride till I can no more. Riders have his own parade. <laughs> you can make his day. <laughs> Get him a donkey. You could do it right away. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What, what are you kidding me? <laughs> Folks, I'm going to take you out of Yellowstone. Bye-bye, Bison. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The police at Yellowstone Park have started using ACDC's Hell's Bells to scare off bison that wander onto roads and block traffic. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That could maybe get the bison jamming, though, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, let's see. This is it. Should be Ryder's theme song. Great always. song. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> I agree. That would just take anything off the road. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that you no, what you love that? That's yeah. gonna render the bison extinct. <laughs> no way, they'll yeah. be they'll be uh, you know, head jamming and just getting into it. Now you're gonna have you a really bunch of pumped up bison. That's worse. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. There you go. You got the What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz happens live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Friday the 13th. And every single Friday, my buddy Drew and I, we've been talking about movies for, for years. And we tell you if you should go to the movies or or not. Uh, I'm really worried about this the, the future of this segment because now it seems like nobody's going to the movies anymore. You know, everybody wants to Netflix and chill and just stay at home. So, Drew, from what I understand, only one movie out this weekend? Uh, we're competing against it, right? Yeah, so clearly a lot of that blame lies with Hollywood, who's not releasing a ton of movies. I do have a promise for you. Next week, there are some big movies coming out. So, oh, okay. next Friday, I'll have a lot to talk about. But this Friday, I have one and only one movie, and that is Hustlers. But don't be disappointed because it's a cool movie. It's something you definitely want to get out and see. I love it already because two of my favorite women, uh, J-Lo and Cardi B, are in it. Cardi B does appear in this movie. She's not maybe a star of the movie, but uh, yeah, J-Lo... Yeah, like... Yeah. Well, the, the, the movie is, believe it or not, is based in fact, and it's about some New York stri- uh, City strip club employees who decide to get revenge on their rich clientele, who decide to kind of like, get their own, get it back. It right? sounds like what Cardi B has already admitted to in real and life. And now you know why Cardi B's in it. She uh, was basically a consultant, showed these ladies how to how it is, how it be in the club. Well, you know, I, like- I am concerned about this because we were talking about this not too long ago. If a man said that they had done what Cardi B did, which she kind of admitted to like drugging people, right. 
Yeah. And taking their money? Yep. That's well, what she admitted to. It well, it's I mean, inspired by a true story, too. It is, it's actually inspired by a New York Magazine article that, that laid this expose out about how these women actually went about getting back. It also has the return of Julia Stiles, who we haven't seen a lot. She was oh, yeah. very mm. big back in the 90s, early 2000s. She was in the Bourne movies. Yeah. She was in the Bourne movies. She got into she writing was in and 10 directing. Things I Hate About You. Yeah. And then she kind of stepped back from in front of the screen. Well, now we see her yeah. back on the screen. But anyway, it's about these ladies. Uh, really, an awesome opportunity for for J Lo to be the boss, to sort of Jenny to, from the block to lead this movie as Ramona. She's sort of the the head lady in charge here, and she's taking these ladies on this journey to get their revenge. But cool, stylish, uh, obviously, dudes, you want to see it, and the ladies want to see it. It's about that, you know, strong ladies. But really? the, you're gonna be able to get your guy to go with you to this one. Yeah, right or the young, and go ahead. Really quick, uh, Lizzo is in this movie, right? Lizzo also appears Ooh! in the movie. Yes, Lizzo, I love. All right, Drew, name of this movie. Hustlers. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. And obviously it's your pick of the week. It is my pick of the week. Anything worth uh, binge watching this weekend? Uh, I'm going to try to get started on Handmaiden's Tale. Okay. Handmaiden's Tale. Excellent. Handmaid's Tale. Everyone's talking about it. I got to jump in. Excellent. Excellent show. One of the best shows to come out in years. All right. Follow Drew on his Instagram at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies. Always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Uh, I have some very, very exciting news right now. I just want to say, you got a friend in me. What movie is that from? Toy Story. Of course it is. And the National Toy Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York, announced the 12 finalists that are going to be on its ballot this year. And uh, uh, it's a mix of classic toys from lots of different uh, uh, eras, really. One weird modern item that feels like it doesn't belong. But anyway, uh, this year's 12 finalists for the Toy Hall of Fame include Care Bears. Good. Excellent okay. choice. Yeah, it makes yes. sense. Mm-hmm. Coloring books. Wow. Excellent. That Good. Yeah, that should be. The Fisher Price Corn Popper. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jenga. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love Jenga. Magic the Gathering Cards, now in the National Toy Hall of Fame. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, that's good. Some of those I agree with. Some of my are these the they, nominees or the inductees? No, these are the twelve years. These are the, this year's twelve <laughs> finalists. It's funny. I was thinking magic is too new, but I realize it's been like twenty five years, hasn't yeah. it? So it's not that new. Uh, the few that will be inducted into the Hall of Fame will be announced in November, by the way. But let's keep going. Now, this is one I definitely agree with. All right, I agree with Care Bears so far. Yeah. Coloring books, okay. He-Man, boom. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, actually a great documentary about He-Man, and I, I just sort of watched it on a goof thinking I wouldn't make it all the way through, and it pulled me in, but it was about how they created this toy line or created the cartoon from the toy line. It's vice versa. It's really interesting stuff. My Little Pony is a, a finalist. Nerf Guns. Right, excellent. Uh, and finally, the smartphone has made it in as a finalist to the National Toy Hall of Fame. What? I Dang. see it. Yeah. Think about what kids do on the phone. They, they don't want to play with their toys anymore. They want to get on uh, their smartphone and watch YouTube and watch Ryan's toy. Re- they want to watch other kids play with toys. Wow. Instead of actually playing with toys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Way to go. All right. Uh, hey, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, I like covering the really, really important news. And this one, I think a lot of people are going to lean close to the radio because the good people at Popeye's have proposed a solution for their chicken sandwich shortage. I mean, we've seen people suing. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone guy tried to sue the company because they didn't have the chicken sandwiches. I went out to try and get one just to see if I could. No, there's signs on the, the order board that say we're out and by the, we don't wow. know when they're coming back. Why so, is there a chicken shortage? What's, what, what's the deal? It's not the chicken shortage. Apparently, the, it's the buns. They can't get the buns they oh. want. So the the uh, suggestion from the Popeye's home office is, here's how you can fix your problem. Bring your own buns to the restaurant. We'll allow you to bring your buns. And then if you order three chicken 
chicken strips. We'll provide you the sauce, and you can make your own right on site. Bizarre. Wow. Genius. Claire, choose your news. You know how much I love stories about how science is always working to improve our lives. Well, a physicist has built an online calculator that will tell you exactly how long it will take to chill your booze to have it to the <laughs> optimal temperature. So let's say you go and you buy like a big warm, you know, case of Bud Light. How long will it take it to get to the optimal temperature? I will tell you. It's 40 minutes. If it is a warm can in the mm. refrigerator to hit the ideal temperature of 43 degrees, this calculator puts in the type of booze, the type of container it's in, where you been storing it, how you'll be chilling it, and how cold you want it to get. He gives you the list of optimal temperatures. Click, 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 click. Bam. Now you know that you've got, you know, four bottles of Prosecco out in the garage. Mm. How long will it take to get those bad boys yep. to the proper mimosa temperature? Anytime you're talking <laughs> about cold beer, you you have my attention. Yep. No right, right at the young and choose your news. Well, my story is a very special one because it's Friday the 13th. Yes. And I am so excited for it. So I just found a list that said the top 13 ways to celebrate Friday the 13th. All right, give us That's the top. Give us the top five. Oh, okay. I was going to do the top three, but I'll do the top five. You are right. so dead. <laughs> <laughs> top. All right, number five. Open every umbrella indoors. Okay. Oh. I don't own one, but sure. Number four. Run under a straight line of ladders. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's bad to do. You're not supposed to run under well, that's the ladder. Friday the 13th. You're supposed to celebrate it this way. This is how you undo it. Number three. Um, okay. Face all of your superstitions. Oh. Number two. Put on a Taylor Swift album because <laughs> her her lucky number is the number 13. That's right. She I, th I thought you were luck. going to say put on a Taylor Swift outfit. No, album. <laughs> well, yeah, I, thought you were say, I, guess. I thought you were going to say play it backwards and she does Satanic Versus. Oh, no, no. Wait, whoa, okay. well, no, no. If, you really listen, if you listen closely to it, <laughs> Taylor backwards. Yeah. Sorry, and then uh, number one, is go adopt a black cat because black cats are very are known for not being adopted because people are very superstitious and they don't want anything to do with bad luck. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out black cats, not bad luck at all. They're just nope. little kitties that need a home. So go out and adopt a black cat for Friday the 13th. And now you know the Friday the 13th edition of Choose Your News. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Ah, uh, folks. <laughs> There's something that I know. I know that the only people operating on less sleep than people who wake up really, really early like us are mommies. And <laughs> I think mommies are so tired sometimes. They make sometimes funnier mistakes, too, whenever they get really, really sleepy. <laughs> uh, and by the way, if you're a mommy out there and you've done some strange things while you were sleepy, I'd love to hear from you. Somebody says, hey, Fitz, one time I was really tired. I walked out to my car and strapped my son into his car seat before I realized that I didn't have pants on. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope it was warm weather. And here's the deal, you guys. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm not talking about, you know, ambient stories here. I'm talking about tired mommy stories. Oh, right, yeah. Right, you know? right. Uh, somebody says, Fitz, I was so tired, I, I forgot our son's name. I gestured to the monitor and asked my husband, hey, how's what's-his-face doing? <laughs> 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 We're talking about things mommy ha mommies have done uh, whenever they're really, really sleepy. I tried to attach the dog leash to my son while trying to take him to school. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, son. Hey, hey, boy. Although I've seen parents like at the mall and stuff have little leashes on oh, their yeah. kids. Sure. I think it's a yeah. great idea. Yeah, but this I'm, lady just couldn't tell the yeah, dog from the kid. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I got in the shower, water running with clothes and glasses still on, someone says. Oh, oh boy. 
Hey, Fitz, I put my wallet in the freezer and the frozen peas in my handbag. <laughs> <laughs> and this was my favorite. Hang on. Alicia says, Fitz, I stood up on my bed and peed right next to my husband. Oh, wow. You now, that is like a sleepwalker. That's, yeah. yeah. That's that's like an ambient story right there. You know, my right. dad one time when he, he drank too much Natty Light, he did the same thing. He took a TT on my cousin Ward. That is a true story. <laughs> oh, my God. On the- <laughs> but that was booze, not child, the- child yeah. rearing. <laughs> he has a bit of both. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just shocking. Right. You know, what we do when we're tired. Yeah. Which yeah, is so, yeah. We have a text. I once used desitin instead of toothpaste. Oh, yeah, no. Diaper rash cream. Oh. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Oh, no. Here's a mom that says she got all the way to work and realized she forgot to drop her son off at daycare. So I think he's probably still in the back of the car. Oh, oops. You like got to work, pulled in the parking lot, and we're like, what are you doing here? Yeah, well, <laughs> Why are you here? Oh, no. <laughs> What'd you get here? You well, took the ride. On, on a serious note, and, and you know, when it comes, please, for the love of God, you know, make sure. You, now on vehicles, they have the little alarm systems that literally remind you to take a look in your back seat to check for your children. Thank God uh, that mm-hmm. we're doing that now, but isn't it sad, too? It's sad that we're, that we're at that point we have to do yeah. it. But, yeah, people are tired. They're exhausted. Yeah. They get on autopilot, and they literally forget the kids in the back of the car. So, You're right. You're right. You know, it, it's, it's funny when you like, okay, I'm a dork, but not so funny when you completely forget. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're putting those in cars now. Spencer, it's Fitz. Uh, you know what? You're making a good point. What about t- uh, tired dad moments, too? Go ahead. I went into the bathroom uh, one night when I was going to bed after I got my son to sleep. And instead of putting toothpaste on my toothbrush to brush my teeth, I put a pump of soap, hand soap, on my toothbrush. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, wait till you do it with Preparation H. (laughs) See? The world will change forever. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. What's up? I'm on Instagram. Follow Fitz. Just two words. Follow Fitz with a Z. We're getting ready for the good, the bad, and the gossip. Claire, what can we expect in a little bit? Kevin Hart is making such good progress as he recovers from breaking his back in his car crash that his good pal The Rock thinks it's open season to make fun of him. <laughs> you know what? If, if your friends and stuff, aren't you allowed to? Like, yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Uh, Drew is standing by right now with the Friday reality check. Vaping epidemic getting presidential attention. We can't allow people to get sick and we can't have our youth be so affected. Thousands of cities. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so this situation, we've been talking about it all week, it seems like, as we see the number of illnesses increase, the number of deaths even increasing. Well, now it's gotten to the White House and the president is preparing, his administration is preparing a plan to outlaw, to ban federally flavored e-cigarette products, um, which is a big move. I mean, I mean, obviously, it's a giant industry right now. Yeah. But if it's going to be causing illness and harm and injury. And the CDC is pretty good. Do, do you think uh, we are not too far away from them finding out, okay, this is why this is happening. These are the chemicals that are causing these reactions inside of your respiratory system. Yeah, the chemical, the process, whatever it is about this product. Yeah. That seems, and, and it's an interesting journey because this product almost didn't exist a handful of years ago. Right. So we've seen it just pop up. 
and now we're already starting to see the effects. And it's one of those things we knew. We were talking about it when it first. Oh yeah. When we first saw that kids everywhere were doing it, the news story was, we don't know what this is doing. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't be experimenting on kids. That was one of the lines going around. It's like we don't know what this product does. We don't know what the long-term effects are. It's probably not a good idea to let it be easily available to yeah, young and, people. And some of the, I mean, the amount of the vaping, you know, stuff that comes out of these things, it's like a, a little ninja smoke. You know, bomb that you could hide behind. I mean, it's a lot of smoke. And yeah. with the flavoring, it is literally targeted to kids. Right. They oh, yeah. are, they are sure not making any bones about targeting this oh. toward not, not necessarily little kids, but definitely preteens and No young kidding. Teens. They have gummy worm flavors, exactly. they have jelly mm-hmm. belly flavors. Like, oh, really, Ryder? How do you know? Yeah. How do you know, Ryder? Because I smoke cigarettes and I go into those smoke shops right. and I see those flavors. Let and... me listen to your chest now. All right. All right. There you go. You got the Friday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Kevin Hart is out of the hospital. Pretty amazing, considering that it was just 12 days ago that he fractured his spine in three places in this car accident. Uh, He is now set to undergo intense and painful physical therapy at a rehab facility where he will be until further notice until he can go home. Uh, According to TMZ, uh, he had to have a spinal fusion procedure done, uh, and that's what they did to him. But um, it was terrible. If you remember that 911 call, the the girl in the front seat, who amazingly is not terribly injured, said he had things sticking in and out of his back and all that Mm, stuff. So he's lucky to be alive and that he can walk, let alone. But his good buddy, The Rock, said the reason that he probably did as well as he did yeah. is that he was safely strapped in his car seat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <Wow>. Well, <laughs> he should get an endorsement from Gerber. Or whoever oh makes car seat. You know what you do if you break your back in three places? What? You stay out of those three places. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Good. Time for that already. We don't do dad jokes this time. Uh, there <laughs> is. Oh, we do dad jokes all the time. <laughs> it Chapter Two has been a big success at the box office. So of course everybody's talking about It Chapter Three. Even Pennywise himself, Bill Skarsgård, said, "Sure, I could use more money. I don't do anything else but have my eyes go in two directions. What else am I going to do?" But don't get your hopes up because the director and Andy Muschietti. How do you say that? That's uh, pretty Drew? close. Yeah. Muschietti says that the second movie wraps up the story that Stephen King wrote in yeah. his novel, and that is a good place to leave it. And if we've learned anything from Game <laughs> of Thrones, don't get ahead of get ahead of authors. Right. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, while you're ahead. The, the guy who played uh, the It clown, his, he's a yes. Skarsgård, Skarsgård, right? Yeah, yeah. Bill. Can he be typecast because he is the clown guy with the weird eyes? I mean, every time you look at this guy now, all you could think about is what he could do with his eyes. No matter what movie you put this Skarsgård guy in, he's still the the clown guy with the freaky eyes. He could could play carnival freaks. He could play uh, (laughs) uh, uh, trolls at the bottom of bridges. It looks like he's going to be a horror actor because, I mean, originally he was on a Netflix series called Hemlock Grove, I want to say. He was Mm -hmm. like a vampire, and then he got cast as Pennywise. And now he's doing like another actual, what was it, another Stephen King movie. Well, anybody who could do that stuff with their eyes. You know what they should do? Like an America's Got Talent version for like, you know, carnival people. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that 
Isn't that what America's Got Talent is? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it already is. Uh, Jonas Brothers performed in Nashville on Tuesday. A lot of famous folks got to hang out backstage with them, like Keith Urban and Kelsey Ballerini, who, by the way, back in 2008, was such a fangirl that she entered a video contest to win a Jonas Brothers meet and greet, but didn't get picked. So she basically got her revenge last night because they were meeting and greeting with her uh, backstage. Uh, also, though, Dan and wow. Shay came on stage and performed tequila with the Jonas oh. Brothers. I think we have a little of it. Did they bring out the fake snow like they did in their, uh, like, you know, <laughs> like when they filmed tequila in a the middle piano of in some, in <laughs> Colorado and like 17 inches of snow? Probably. You seen yeah. that video? Oh, I've seen the video yeah. many times. It's beautiful yeah, video. It's, it's beautiful, but mm-hmm. you know, come on. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Welcome to Playlist Profiling, and can we decode your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs from your personal playlist? Well, we're going to try it. We have a mystery caller on hold right now. So real quick, take a couple of seconds to uh, uh, grab something to take notes with. I'll give you a couple of seconds. Your phone, little legal pad. Uh We're going to play three songs, again, from our Mystery Caller's personal playlist. And based off of those three songs, we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. That's right. We're trying to figure out everything about a person and profile them based off of three songs. Uh, Is everybody ready for the songs? You have something to take notes with? Yeah. Okay. Standing by. The three songs are... Justin Moore, Small Town USA. Song number two, Alabama, Song of the South. Song, Song of the South, sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind, there ain't nobody looking back again. And song number three, Leonard Skinner, Simple Man. Again, based off of those three songs, we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. Text us your profiles right now, and I'll give you a couple of seconds. I think this is absolutely a male. First of all, Leonard Skinner, Simple Man. Right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a man. This is a man. This dude's like 43 years old. Definitely drives a pickup. I'm thinking it's a Chevy pickup. I think he works like as a deputy or something in like jail security or something. Maybe a jailer. You know, mm-hmm. as I look mm-hmm. at the music. Um, he's definitely married and has two children. Drew, what say you? 
See, I I think I sussed out the trick here. I think it's a female. Okay. But she's she's uh, uh, a mature female. She's 57 years old. She's She was around for all these songs when they were hits. They're all great classics. Uh, well, I mean, just, the Justin Moore song's newer, but uh, I think she drives a small SUV, like a Ford Escape. She's retired, and I'm feeling like uh, maybe a commercial bakery. She's married with three kids. Okay. Claire, your profile, please. Interesting. Uh, Drew and I had a lot in common here. I also think there's a woman, uh, a little bit younger. I think she's 42. I think she's not a native of this area. I think she grew up in the South, which is why she loves Song of the South so much. Sweet potato um, pine and shut your mouth. Exactly. Uh, I think that, but I also think that she's a cook, right? I think that she's Ooh, in the food industry, but we're like, felt a, it too. like a line cook. Yeah. She okay. drives a Toyota Tacoma. Uh, and she is married with three kids. Okay, continuing to take your profiles right now based off of these three songs. Right of the Youngin, the final profile. Uh, I feel like his songs are really telling us a story, so I wrote okay. that down. It's a male. I think he's 23. I think he's really young. I think he's driving the Mustang that his dad used to drive that he gave to him after he sadly passed away. I think he's an electrician in training, following after his dad, and I think he's single with no kids. Wow, you're going deep. You're going to the root. I can feel it in my okay. bones. Uh, playlist profiling, the big reveal in minutes. Fitch happens live. Real funny. Touch my radio, no. The Fitch Show. We are back with playlist profiling, the big reveal. And if you're just tuning in, we have a mystery caller on the phone. We don't know anything about this mystery caller. All we know are three songs from their personal playlist, and we're all going to attempt to profile this individual based off of these three songs. Give me a song. Drew, why do you have that weird look on your face over there? Something going on. All right, the moment we've all been waiting for. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? Male. Okay. <laughs> How old are you? 35. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mystery yeah. caller, what do you drive? Uh, GMC 2500 uh, Denali pickup truck. Nice. Dang, all right. Nice. Oh, see that? I said Chevy pickup. I said Chevy pickup. Uh, I said Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> I don't know. GM- uh, all right, look. What? What is your profession? I play country music. You play country music? Country music. What? What? Are you single or married? I'm married for 12 years. Oh, wow. Solid. And how many children? Four. Three girls and a little boy. Okay, this is bizarre. I'm trying to figure out who this is right now. (laughs) Now it's working on me. All right, Drew, real quick, do your calculations and tabulations. We're going to figure out who came closest to profiling our mystery caller. Ripping paper. <laughs> All right, Drew, who came closest today? Well, Claire and I's uh, both of our reads were so very close, which also means we were so very wrong together <laughs> with just one right. We only got that it was a married individual. Right. Ryder, on the other hand, also only got one. Yeah. You only knew that it was a male. Come on. It? Fitz, I mean, you won it easily with three. However, 
because I know you're going to complain if I don't, I am going to give you the bonus points on Chevy pickup, <laughs> Chevy, GMC, essentially yeah. the same thing. Okay. You get the four bonus, three bonus points for a total of five and the win in the game. Wow. But there's more. But wait, there's more? There's more. Yeah, something's going on here. Yeah. I think our mystery caller might be a mystery country music star. Mystery caller, what is your name? <laughs> Justin Moore. <laughs> yes. What's up, man? He's my homeboy from Arkansas. What's going on with you, Justin Moore? Thank you so much for being our mystery caller. What's up, guys? You know, Justin, uh, as always, we are loving your new single, The Ones That Didn't Make It Back Home. You know, my dad was a Green Beret. Drew here on the show is a United States Marine. Uh, and we just thank you so much for what you're doing for country music, but what you continue to do for our troops. Yeah, it's a, it's a special record, man. There's no doubt about it. I had I had one grandpa in the Navy and another in the Air Force, and along with my mom and dad, they, you know, instilled in me at an early age uh, that, that those men and women are, are to be honored and respected and, and um, you know, certainly proud to have a song out there that does that. And, and uh appreciate you guys playing the heck out of it for us uh, and it having the platform that it, that it now has. He is our mystery caller on Playlist Profiling, our mystery celebrity, Justin Moore. Hey, thanks, guys. Be okay here, small town, USA. It happens. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I think I might need that song. Message in a bottle. Who sings that? Sting? The police. It's the police. Is it the police? Yeah. It's the police. Okay. Well, because I'm going to tell you a story about how somebody just used a message in a bottle. Uh, There's this guy hiking in California. He was with his 13-year-old son and girlfriend, and they got trapped on the wrong side of a river. Didn't have any cell service. So they literally put a message in a bottle, sent it over a waterfall, hoping someone would find it, and they got rescued the very next morning. I'm not even Whoa, kidding. What? From the message in the bottle. Yeah. SOS over a waterfall. Gets my, I hope that someone gets my... Anyway, somebody found it. Uh, the son says that he couldn't believe that the idea actually worked. First thing on it was the date, and then below it said, stuck at waterfall, please send help. Looked at Hunter, and I said, we've done all we can do. You know, now it's just a matter of just waiting to see what happens next and wait for people to come. At 12 o'clock at night, my dad started shaking me. He's like, they're here, they're here. And we see a helicopter. They said, this is search and rescue and you have just been found. And we, I'm pretty sure I fell to my knees. Stuff like that only happens in the movies, really. To see like an actual message in a bottle be the reason that someone actually got saved is mind-blowing to me. Dang. 
message in a bottle. So it sounds like the dad just kind of gave up on life, didn't he? Right. <laughs> it's not very reassuring. It's like we put a message in this bottle and throw it in the river and go, we've done all we can do, now, son. Well, let's find a, find a Not a lot of confidence, Pops. Call so. it Wilson and yeah. paint blood on it and just live our lives up here at the top of the waterfall. Son, as you can see, we don't have any reception. We're water. We've done people. what we can do. <laughs> we can't possibly walk for help. We've got to stay right here and just Stuff wait. Not yeah. The best thing to is. Best thing to do is just let's kick our feet up and just die like men. <laughs> Can you imagine? We're waterfall people now, son. <laughs> and there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Live, 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 it's makeup or breakup, and an amazing couple's relationship is at a crossroad. So we're trying to get together and help them out. You decide, should they make up or break up? As always, if you have a moment to provide some advice, we're going to need some five-minute heroes. I received a message from Noah, and he sent me a message on Facebook. Noah, first of all, thank you so much for the message. I appreciate it, sir. Yeah, anytime. Thank you guys for hearing me out. Uh, so, uh, you have been in a relationship with your girlfriend, Stephanie, for uh, a little over two and a half years, from what I understand, and yeah. you have some serious concerns. Tell everybody why you are on the show today. Uh, well, I, it's nothing too serious. Um, my, well, I guess it is kind of serious. So my girlfriend and I, two years is a pretty long time, um, and I have never met her parents. Um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You, like- you've been dating two and a half years. And you've never and met her years. parents? Yes. Do you know if her parents are still alive? <laughs> yes, her parents are still alive. She still visits them all the time, most holidays. I know she goes up there for Thanksgiving and New Year's as well as Christmas. Um, so they're close by. So, right, they're, they're about like two hours away. They're not oh, far okay. at all. Wow, okay. Yeah. Have you seen photos? And... Yeah. Have I seen photos of them? I mean, on on Facebook, yeah. She takes pictures with their family all the time. She has not shown me photos of them, but I've found photos of them. That sounds creepy. But I know they exist. So when you ask your girlfriend, Stephanie, listen, we this is a long-term relationship. Why won't you let me meet your parents? What is her response? Uh, she She hasn't given me the definitive response. That's the problem. I, that's why it's, it's always in my head. It's always bothering me. She just says, no, it's too much of a hassle, or um, they just want it to be a family thing this year, or it, it's fine, I don't want to bother you. And then she makes it about me. Like, she doesn't want me to have to worry about putting on airs and all that stuff, which, you know, causes pause, because I would love to meet them. We've been going out for two and a half years. Usually you meet them after, you know, a solid six months. So actually, you, so so you you feel like something's wrong with you because she won't even introduce. She won't take you to meet the parents. <laughs> All right, um, listen. As you know, Stephanie's on hold right now, and I do want to say that Noah and Stephanie have voluntarily came on the show wanting uh, wanting your input. All right, hang tight because Noah, we're going to chat with Stephanie in just a couple minutes. And if you don't mind, I'm just going to come out and ask her what's the deal. Why won't you let Noah meet your parents? Right. All right, we're going to get some more details. Part two of Makeup or Breakup is next. We're going to get Stephanie on the phone. This is The Fit Show. Fitz happens live.
Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up. And this is what it's all about. Romantic and real couples join the show and share details of their relationship struggles. And our P1 listener family will help determine if the couple should remain together. So, again, we need you to play therapist right now. We need you to be a five-minute hero. Noah sent me a message on Facebook. Tell me about a weird situation. Basically, he's been dating his girlfriend, Stephanie, for uh, over two and a half years. But Stephanie has never taken him to meet her parents. And Noah, it's to the point now, he's like, what's the deal? Is this even worth it? You know, what is she trying to hide? Noah, is there anything else you want to add before we get Stephanie on the phone? Uh, no, I think that pretty much encapsulates it. I just hope it's not anything to do with me. Yeah. Okay. You know, Stephanie's been on hold this entire time. She's heard everything we've been talking about. Welcome, Stephanie. Stephanie, thank thanks you. for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so you've heard us obviously talking about sort of the weird situation. I mean, a lot of people from the outside in are saying you've been in a relationship two and a half years and you've never introduced Noah to your parents. Why is that? I mean, I, I don't really go see them that often. It's a, like it's kind of a long drive. Like, I, I don't know. It's just never been like a priority, I guess. Do you think that Noah is the person that, I don't know, you might be marrying someday? I mean, I don't, I'm not really like a planner. I don't really think that. But like, yeah, we have, an, like, we have a great relationship. We've been together two and a half years. But I mean, it's just I don't think that like I don't put a lot of priority on meeting my parents, I guess. Are you embarrassed? Okay, I'm just going to come out and say it. It seems like either there's a couple things here. Either you are embarrassed about Noah or you're embarrassed about your parents or your parents are spies. They don't exist. It's, for example, <laughs> oh, like <man>. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie, let me tell you about my buddy Drew over here. Drew says he has a mother. I have never, like over 13 years, met his mother. I've seen like pictures. For, for all I know, he could have pulled these pictures from Facebook. So, I mean, what's the deal? Why haven't you introduced Noah to your parents? I don't know. I, I mean, like my parents and I aren't that close. Like, I'm obviously not my parents, so like we have a relationship, but like we're we're not like a super close family like that. So I just I don't I guess I just don't think about it that way. You know what? I, I'm I. This is Drew. I absolutely support you, Stephanie, and I understand you, and we are one and the same because I probably dated my girlfriend for over a year before she met my mom, and it wasn't that I set something up; it just happened. We finally had a situation where we were all in the same place. I didn't make a big deal out of it. So I get it. It, it. You don't have to be, in order to be in a happy relationship, you don't have to make your parents a prime factor in it. I'm, I'm with you. I, I think, honestly, Noah, I think you should not be so worried about it. You know what? I think that Stephanie is straight up being shady Stephanie right now. Oh. There is something, I'm telling you, I know people. Drew, you know I have the ability to read people, and I am sensing but you think my so, mom's imaginary. You, you think yeah. she's hiding something about her parents, or you think she's hiding Noah from her parents? Both. Either she's embarrassed about Noah, or she's embarrassed about her parents, or there's huh. some weird family secret. That, I mean, it's two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years they've been in a relationship. Here's a question, Stephanie. It's not normal. Yeah. Do, do your parents still work? Are they still employed? Yeah. Well, there you go. They're busy. They, 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 oh, don't, they aren't just idle retirees that have time to cruise around. They're probably out working, you know, 40-hour-a-week jobs. See, that's... She says she's not close to her parents at all, but she leaves for family vacations all the time. She doesn't invite me. I've, I've, as I said before, I've watched them on Facebook. There's tons of pictures. She's extremely close with her family. I, I tried to reach out to them even because they know they see pictures of us together. So I sent a friend request to her dad, and I didn't get an answer. Oh, so, man. 
He doesn't accept you. It's, this is like a meet the parent situation. I think that Stephanie's parents, like they have some favorite that Stephanie used to date in high school that they're hoping Stephanie secretly marries. A real Owen Wilson type? Oh. Yeah, like an Owen Wilson type. Or yeah. it's the other way around. They're just nut jobs and he doesn't want her anywhere near them. We all have family that we hide and sometimes it's parents. Stephanie, yeah. you're being extremely silent here. I just, I mean, I don't really know what to say. Like, I, yeah, we, like, do stuff together. We're a family, but we're not, like, I don't talk to them every day. I don't, you know, I, I'll go, like, a long time without seeing them. So, you know what? Like, you when have, we do, you do have, stuff, have, it's, like, holidays and trips. You have a boyfriend whose name is Noah. Noah was in the notebook. You have a dream situation <laughs> here. <laughs> and... There's something that's being hidden here. All right. Um, first of all, thank you guys for coming on. Should they make up or break up? And uh, I, I do want to thank both of you for, for voluntarily joining the show. If you do want us to pass uh, you know, you guys to a therapist, our therapist, we would love to send you there to sort of continue to help your relationship. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it because I want to keep this thing alive. That's why I'm here. Yeah, Steph- I mean, I'm I'm willing to put in work. I just, I don't, I don't really understand what the issue is, I guess. Right. Hang on just one second. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The Fit Show. Let's make up or break up. And let's go to Barry all day, every day. Barry, what it is? Should they make up or break up? What say you? Oh, they, de- they definitely got to break up. He needs to get rid of her. There's uh, something going on there. You don't go two and a half years and not meet the... The uh, your significant other's uh, parents. You're right, Barry. What if like the the parents are like El Chapo, like running a huge cartel or something? Something is definitely up, Barry. <laughs> oh, for sure, man, for sure. Well, hey, wait a minute. A, a message just came in, and yeah. someone says my brother dated his fiance for five years before he met her parents. Mm. She's close with them. She was just worried about them accepting him. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're like tough. Mm. Barry, what do you think? Oh God! I, I say get get rid of her, man. There's, there's <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Maddie, should they uh, make up or break up? Uh, I think that he should definitely get rid of her. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, a lot of, the, a lot of think, these text messages are saying the same thing. Yeah, I think it's all kind of shady. I think her and her parents. I think after two and a half years, he should be included as her family, and I think that's something really important. Especially if you're going to have a future together. Yeah. Let's get some of these text messages coming in right now. We see them literally pop up in front of us in real time right now. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, this one says, not normal, something's off. This is an interesting concept. I guarantee her parents think that Noah is just a roommate all the way down there in the city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably true. We also have, you know, don't complain, dude. There's a bunch of crazy in-laws out there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, somebody says, hey, Fitz, uh, it ain't that big of a deal. He needs to get over it. And Fitz, quit being such a drama giraffe. Hey, now. Drama What's up, Tex? <laughs> Here's an interesting concept. I'm surprised you didn't come up with this, Fitz. Okay. Someone says, she's got a second family, and he's the side boyfriend. Oh, oh no. I really believe, no though, I, I really believe once again that she didn't want to take him up there because her parents like some other dude that she used to date, and they're trying to push, you know, that dude on her. Oh, but I do yeah. agree with the people who say, why are you pushing it? Why are you dying to get in touch with your in-laws this mm-hmm. way? Like, maybe just enjoy their, their absence. Honey Bucket Corey, um, you said that this is you're going through a similar situation because your own parents are shady? Well, my own parents are a law enforcement family. I'm not going to say which, which okay. uh, departments they're in, but okay. my family in the past, I've pushed uh, uh, my past marriages onto them before we were even married. And it did not go well. <laughs> so 
So uh, I'm sort of on her part. But, like your mom um, arrested your wife? In this real, yeah. In this relationship, in this relationship that I'm in now, I'm not pushing them and her onto them. When they're ready to meet her, they will. It will go well. Okay. But yeah, mm. um, I, I, I sort of with feel for uh, Noah. But yeah. All right. This one is really interesting. I've been married for 25 years. If I could go back and do it all over again, I would not introduce my husband to my family. The family brings a lot of hardship to marriages. All right, uh, the, uh, Drew, you've done the calculations. What are our P1 saying? Most people don't trust her. It's 71% wanting to break up, but that other you know, 29, they're saying, look, there's there's a good time and a good place for everything, and plus don't be in such a rush to meet them in, the in-laws. All right. Fit happens live. The Fit Show. All right, uh, we are back. What's up? I believe the mics are hot. Transmitting on all the different places we transmit these days. <laughs> on the radio, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Hulu, boo doo boo doo uh, So anyway, welcome to Friday. There's Drew, Claire, Ryder the Youngin. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? What would you say you guys are just freakishly bad at? Just something that you have no problem admitting to the world you are so bad at it freakishly bad and I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick things off I am so freakishly bad at even attempting or trying to put anything together even from the most <laughs> elementary things like a simple table shelf or TV stand I can't do it yeah I, can. I can't it's my wife has always been amazing because I can sit in front of a radio board and I can I, I like to hit buttons <laughs> like Edwards like I'm playing a piano Edward Scissorhands but I cannot put together the simplest thing it's, I, I'm freakishly horrible at trying to put anything together. I don't know if I have like ADD where I'm just, I, I just can't sit in a spot for that long a period of time. I can't focus. It's just you, you I'm so just, disinterested in you it. You don't have the right kind of spatial reasoning to where it, it, your brain really likes to see the pieces coming together, I think. Oh, well, that resent. I'm resentful for that. No, that's, I'm just saying that's probably why. Mm-hmm. What do I have spatial reasoning for? What do you have space reasoning? Yes. You don't necessarily have to have any space reasoning. Oh, well, good. <laughs> any good one. There. All right. What about you? Is there anything that you're you're freakishly good at? Excuse me, freakishly bad at, Drew. Well, singing. I think we all know that's the truth. I just cannot control my voice the right way to make it change notes and change tone. Yeah. Um, uh, um, we'll come back to you. <laughs> here you go. Okay, yeah, please go on. Drawing. In fact, writing Same. in general. My handwriting is atrocious. I can't write for anyone to read it, but I can't draw. I literally cannot play Pictionary. I you know can't do it. You know what? It's weird. I, I'm also like on a third or fourth grade level when it comes yeah. to drawing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a yeah. stick figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You literally can't tell which drawings Fitz made and which or ones Fitz's five-year-old made. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I can color. I can fill in lines. Oh, All that yeah. stuff I'm good at, but actual, drawing. like, draw me, uh, an- I can't draw animals. Mm-hmm. I can do a basic kitty cat that your daughter, Dee Dee, I can't draw. even do a cat. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. What are you freakishly bad at? Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, right or the youngin, are you freakishly bad at anything? Yeah, and actually Drew's going to get a kick out of this. I am freakishly bad with cars, anything that has to do with motor vehicles. <laughs> like, I, I have been taught how to change my oil like 12 times, and every time I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to mess it up. 
Let yeah. somebody else do it. Now everybody's like, go to YouTube. Yeah. Everybody says You can learn that. anything from YouTube, apparently. But anytime I look at a car, I feel like somebody's speaking a foreign language to me. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, all you have to do is like, move this <laughs> bolt. Yeah. Oh, to change the tire, you just take these bolts off, you pull it off, and it's like, look, look, look. I'm going to break it. <laughs> speaking of that, I did learn three foreign languages from YouTube last week. <laughs> <laughs> It happens live. Straight out of country. All right, well, check this out. I'm sure you're going to be very excited. Claire, I know you covered it in the Fitz files, but Kelsey Ballerini finally got to meet the Jonas Brothers. I know it's Finally. So yeah, Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, and then as I'm kind of scrolling through, you know, seeing some photos of Kelsey Ballerini hanging out with the Jonas Brothers, I also noticed that uh, Kelsey Ballerini joined BB Rexa for uh, performing that song "Meant to Be" live, which Dang. which brings which brings up something that Kelly Clarkson said not too long ago. I mean, Kelsey Ballerini, are are you country or not? Okay, so you're hanging out with the Jonas Brothers, and we see that you really want to do something with BB Rexa, and you're performing. You know, meant to be with BB Rexa, the song the song she did with Florida Georgia Line. But I'm just getting the feeling sometimes that a lot of our people that say that they are country stars and artists, most of them I feel, or some of them want to be pop stars. And it's like, are you going to be honest with us here? You don't have to want to be a pop star to love pop stars. You love boy bands, Fitz. But <gasps> Claire! But I wouldn't say boy. Give <laughs> oh, me an wow. example. Like, give me an example of a boy band you're talking about. All of them? Yeah. You know that one? Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees. uh, Yeah, but I'm also not. Boys to Men. Right. Menudo. I can't think of one you don't like. The one with Harry Styles. But But I'm also not going around saying I'm a country artist. You know, no, but you love country music. I love don't country you? music. You yes, love all music. Powerful you love point. good music. Right. So why isn't Kelly ba- Kelsey Ballerini entitled to love good music also? Hmm. Yeah. So I guess Claire's asking is I feel like we're catering too much to pop. Just because she's a country artist, does that isolate her from any other form? Does she have to remain in the country club and never, you know, even meet or hang out with any of the other? Do you, let me. Okay. Let me ask you, Drew. Right. Can't believe I'm hearing this from Drew. Well, I was just. <laughs> do you think point. that? Do you think that Kelsey Ballerini is a country artist? I think Kelsey Ballerini, Ballerini is. She is a country artist more so than others. But okay, she, what does that mean? What does that even mean? I mean, mean, there are other stars right now who are on the country charts who I right. think are less country than she is. Are you going to name them? Who, who should who, I? Wouldn't that be bad? Could be Drew. I, I mean, honestly, I, I sometimes don't think Dan and Shay are country ah, at all. How dare you? They yeah. are the savage like, garden wow. of country music. <laughs> exactly. That's my exact point. Thank you for making it for me. Right. Uh, Boy I, band. Yeah. There are other female hitmakers. Number number one. Num- they are they are part of the number one club. So I mean, Dan and Shay are hitmakers. Yeah. Does Kelsey Ballerini have as many number ones as Dan and Shay? No. But but number ones doesn't necessarily define how country you are because. You know, as, as we do that in country radio, we play what is sent to us. That's right. We play so what we Nashville gives us. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Nashville says, "Here's the new batch of songs coming out right now. Right. Here's what you're going to play." Yeah, isn't and, and we can't. We don't necessarily always have the choice of who's going to get to the top and not. So it has a lot to do with marketing and push and that sort of thing. Isn't Kelsey Ballerini like the youngest member ever of the Grand Ole Opry? I don't know. I think I think you know. Matter. I don't even know anymore. I think the Jonas Brothers are being added next week at the office. <laughs> also, Dan and Shay played with the Jonas Brothers the other night. Also, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, there you go. I think we kinda just took you straight out of country. <laughs>
happens live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. You know, we really love putting together troop salutes for the people who write in. Uh, you know, we get bits and pieces of information about their troop, and we try to get to the heart of their relationship uh, w- whenever we create the salute. So sometimes we receive salutes that are so well written that we just have to read you know, to you exactly as we received it. And uh, that's what I'm going to do right here for the salute from Sharon Taylor for her daddy. And here's what she wrote. My dad, Troy E. Nelson, served in the United States Army during World War II. He was a medic with the 12th Armored Division, 43rd Tank Battalion, known as the Mystery Division. While he was in Frankfurt, Germany, he got to meet his brother-in-law for the very first time. Wow. Dad always wanted to go back and see what the country looked like because he only remembered it as war-torn and destroyed. Wow. I so wanted to do this for him, but I was never able. Sadly, he's gone now, and I miss hearing his war stories. He and my mom celebrated 66 years of marriage, and I just miss them both so much. I really thank you for this opportunity to honor them. And her dad wanted to go back and and see the country and meet the people. He was never at war with the citizens or the landscape, but he was there to defend freedom. Of course, uh, as I mentioned, Nelson never made it back to Europe, but Europe enjoys freedoms today because they were defended by Nelson and the other men from our American military that traveled there to fight for it. And that's why uh, today we are saluting Troy E. Nelson of the United States Army. The Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Yes, thank you so much. Good to be here. Good to to have some role in in society by providing you with these stories. (laughs) You I'm make gonna it t- sound like you're doing community service for us here. <laughs> yeah, how many hours you got left? <laughs> oh, these what are you kidding me stories? Oh. Folks, I'm going to take you out of Alaska. A cheeky situation. Uh-oh. 17-year-old Brecken Willis is considering one of the top athletes on Anchorage's Diamond High School team and swam her way to win the 100-meter freestyle at last Friday night's meet. Only to be disqualified, apparently, because her swimsuit had ridden up during the race. The National Federation of High Schools has a rule stating females' buttocks and deboobahs must be covered while swimming. And one of the officials working the meet says the referee who made the call told her that the school-issued bathing suit was so, you know, it's a big wedgie that, you know, the cheeks were hanging out, Okay. The school-issued suit. Yeah. That's so she didn't pick it. They gave it to her. Also, you don't have time to reach back and adjust when you're in the middle of a 300-meter no. butterfly. Right. Absolutely yeah. not. Put her a break. This is ridiculous. I think it is. That's why it's in the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Another swim coach said, quote, we have a term for it. It's called a suit wedgie. Uh, and if you've ever been a swimmer, you've had one. Yeah, you can't control that. So, uh, 
people are freaking out about Something it. Something shady going on. Some people think that maybe it was fix, uh, this fix, individual's fix. attempt yeah. for hits and clicks to try to maybe get, fu- you know. The, the girl? They think it's the athlete's fault? Right. What's going on in social media? What people are saying? No. I think no. it's more like the judge has the a, judge. a cousin who was a friend who came in second and wanted to win. And right. I think it's one of those things. Okay. Mm. Let's go to page two then. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Going back to that first story. Sorry. Yeah. We're not going to solve it on this show today. <laughs> no, we're not. In any way, shape, or form. All right, page two. Yeah. What? Are you kidding me? Well, out of Pennsylvania, you're just garbage. A man lived through a nightmare after falling asleep inside of a gr- uh, garbage dumpster. <gasps> he woke up screaming inside of the garbage truck, and the unidentified man told police he'd gotten separated from a friend the night before and needed a place to go to sleep. Right. Don't you think there was some drinking involved in that situation? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But still terrifying. They were emptying a garbage container into the uh, back of the truck around 3.30 a.m. when they heard a man's blood-curdling screams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because so anyway, some of those trucks have compactors. Like, that thing gets right. in, oh and then the, the big steel oh, wall no. comes and yeah. squishes crush, the trash. Crush, right. crush. Yes. Yep. All right, folks. There you go. You got the... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Kevin Hart is out of the hospital. Pretty amazing, considering that it was just 12 days ago that he fractured his spine in three places in this car accident. Uh, He is now set to undergo intense and painful physical therapy at a rehab facility where he will be until further notice until he can go home. Uh, According to TMZ, uh, he had to have a spinal fusion procedure done, uh, and that's what they did to him. But um, it was terrible. If you remember that 911 call, the the girl in the front seat, who uh, amazingly is not terribly injured, said he had things sticking in and out of his back and all that Mm. stuff. So he's lucky to be alive and that he can walk, let alone. But his good buddy, The Rock, said the reason that he... He probably did as well as he did, yeah. is that he was safely strapped in his car seat. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> he should get an endorsement from Gerber. Or whoever oh makes car seat. You know what you do if you break your back in three places? What? You stay out of those three places. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Good. Time for that already. We don't do dad jokes this time. Uh, there is. <laughs> oh, we do dad jokes all the time. <laughs> it Chapter Two has been a big success at the box office, so of course everybody's talking about It Chapter Three. Even Pennywise himself, Bill Skarsgård, said, "Sure, I could use more money. I don't do anything else but have my eyes go in two directions. What else am I going to do?" But don't get your hopes up because the director and Andy Muschietti. How do you say that? That's uh, pretty Drew? close. Yeah. Muschietti says that the second movie wraps up the story that Stephen King wrote in yeah. his novel, and that is a good place to leave it. And if we've learned anything from Game <laughs> of Thrones, don't get ahead of, get ahead of authors. Right. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, while you're ahead. The, the guy who played uh, the It clown, his, he's a yes, scars guard, right? Yeah, yeah. Bill. Can he be typecast because he is the clown guy with the weird eyes? I mean, every time you look at this guy now, all you could think about is what he could do with his eyes. No matter what movie you put this Skarsgård guy in, he's still the the clown guy with the freaky eyes. He could could play... Carnival freaks. He could play uh, <laughs> uh, 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 trolls at the bottom freaks. of bridges. It looks right. like he's going to be a horror actor because, I mean, originally he was on a Netflix series called Hemlock Grove, I want to say. He was mm-hmm. like a vampire, and then he got cast as Pennywise. And now he's doing like another actual, what was it, another Stephen King movie. Well, anybody who could do Is that stuff with Kucho? their eyes. Yeah. You know what they should do? Like an America's Got Talent version for like, you know, carnival people. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that 
Isn't that what Americans got talent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think it already is. Uh, Jonas Brothers performed in Nashville on Tuesday. A lot of famous folks got to hang out backstage with them, like Keith Urban and Kelsey Ballerini, who, by the way, back in 2008, was such a fangirl that she entered a video contest to win a Jonas Brothers meet and greet, but didn't get picked. So she basically got her revenge last night because they were meeting and greeting with her uh, backstage. Uh, also, though, Dan and wow. Shay came on stage and performed tequila with the Jonas oh. Brothers. I think we have a little of it. Did they bring out the fake snow like they did in their, like, you know, <laughs> like when they filmed tequila in a the middle piano of and some, in <laughs> Colorado <laughs> and like 17 inches of snow? Probably. You seen yeah. that video? Oh, I've seen the video yeah. many it's times. Beautiful yeah, video. It's, it's beautiful, but mm-hmm. you know, come on. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens live. live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Friday the 13th. And every single Friday, my buddy Drew and I, we've been talking about movies for, for years. And we tell you if you should go to the movies or or not. Uh, I'm really worried about this the, the future of this segment because now it seems like nobody's going to the movies anymore. You know, everybody wants to Netflix and chill and just stay at home. So, Drew, from what I understand, only one movie out this weekend? Uh, uh, we're competing against it, right? Yeah, so clearly a lot of that blame lies with Hollywood, who's not releasing a ton of movies. I do have a promise for you. Next week, there are some big movies coming out. So oh, okay. next Friday, I'll have a lot to talk about. But this Friday, I have one and only one movie, and that is Hustlers. But don't be disappointed because it's a cool movie. It's something you definitely want to get out and see. I love it already because two of my favorite women, uh, J-Lo and Cardi B, are in it. Cardi B does appear in this movie. She's not maybe a star of the movie, but uh, yeah, J-Lo... Yeah, like... Yeah. Well, the, the, the movie is... Believe it or not, it's based in fact, and it's about some New York stri- uh, City strip club employees who decide to get revenge on their rich clientele, who decide to kind of like get their own, get it back. It right? sounds like what Cardi B has already admitted to in real and life. now you know why Cardi B's in it. She uh, was basically a consultant, showed these ladies how to how it is, how it be in the club. Well, you know, I, like- I am concerned about this because we were talking about this not too long ago. If a man said that they had done what Cardi B did, which she kind of admitted to, like, drugging people? Right. Yeah. And taking their money? Yep. That's well, what she admitted to. It well, it's I mean, inspired by a true story, too. It is, it's actually inspired by a New York Magazine article that, that laid this expose out about how these women actually went about getting back. It also has the return of Julia Stiles, who we haven't seen a lot. She was oh, yeah. very big mm. back in the 90s, early 2000s. She was in the Bourne movies. Yeah. She was in the Bourne she movies. She got into she writing was in and 10 directing. Things I Hate About You. Yeah. And then she kind of stepped back from in front of the screen. Well, now we see her yeah. back on the screen. But anyway, it's about these ladies. Uh, really an awesome opportunity for, for J-Lo to be the boss, to sort of... Jenny to, from the block. To lead this movie as Ramona. She's sort of the, the head lady in charge here, and she's taking these ladies on this journey to get their revenge. But cool, stylish, uh, obviously, dudes, you want to see it, and the ladies want to see it. It's about that you know, strong lady. But the, you're going to be able to get your guy to go with you to this one. Yeah, right or the young, and go ahead. Really quick, uh, Lizzo is in this movie, right? Lizzo also oh! appears in the movie. Yes. Lizzo I love. All right, Drew, name of this movie. Hustlers. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. And obviously it's your pick of the week. It is my pick of the week. Anything worth uh, binge watching this weekend? Uh, I'm going to try to get started on Handmaiden's Tale. Okay. Handmaiden's Tale. Excellent. Handmaiden's Tale. Everyone's talking about it. I got to jump in. Excellent. Excellent show. One of the best shows to come out in years. All right. Follow Drew on his Instagram at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies. Always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. 
All right, what have we learned today for Friday, September 13th, 2019, Friday the 13th? <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, before we get to what have we learned today, Ryder the Youngin, what were some things that you said we should do to really face Friday the 13th? Oh, yeah, so the top five things you should be doing to celebrate Friday the 13th. Number five, run under some ladders. Wow. Number four. Just confront it head on, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Number four is break some glass. Or no, break some mirrors, actually. Okay. Don't do that Number three is face your fears of superstitions. Okay. Number two is put on a Taylor Swift album because her favorite number is number 13. Okay. And number one is you should go out and you should adopt a black cat because black cats are... Everybody thinks they're very like superstitious and bad luck. In reality, they're just kitties and they need love in a home. So forget about those uh, superstitions. Face your fears and do those things to give you good luck on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I learned today on the show that uh, uh, out of Alaska, there's a 17-year-old girl who got suspended because her swimsuit was giving her a wedgie. No, no. She got and, DQ'd. Well, and apparently she was showing, showing too much butt cheeks, right? Mm-hmm. And they disqualified her for it. Yeah, after she won the event, the right. judge DQ'd her. For, wow. In a swimsuit, swimsuit the school gave her to wear. The right. school gave her. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not fair. How was it her fault that she got a wedgie? Right. right. All right. Hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, I learned in Straight Outta Country that apparently the Jonas Brothers are single-handedly taking apart country music. They're trying to. <laughs> They're influencing all of the current country acts, and uh, maybe everybody's going to be a Jonas Brothers fan. <laughs> or, like Fitz said, the Jonas Brothers might end up in the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> you never know. I mean, you just never know. Hey, Claire, what have we learned today? I'm learning that Care Bears are going into the Toy Hall of Fame, which means my ample Care Bear collection might be going up in value. I had a Care Bear when I was a kid. I loved it. A little blue one. You guys didn't have a Care Bear? I had one. I have huh? several nope. Care Bears. Nope. I'm proud to say I had a Care Bear. That's I was how I got my nickname. Mm-hmm. What? Claire Bear. Oh, Claire Bear. <laughs> That's nice. Ryder the Youngin, what about you? I already told you what I learned. I said you got to take care of your Friday the 13th with those five reasons. and Go, go adopt ad- a black cat. Yeah, go adopt a black cat. Show yeah. him some love. Okay. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. It's a big football weekend. Go Cowboys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Claire, who are you rooting for? Go Lions, please. Anybody else want to cheer for your teams? Yeah, I say go Hawks. All right, go then. Eagles. Go Birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.